Welcome into All Pro Lines, the podcast. I'm your host, Kostaki Economopoulos. We got Chris Bowers coming up in a few minutes. We're going to uh, tell some jokes. We're going to talk about football. We're going to talk some more about football. Week one. So excited. It was really fun. I mean, I as a as a our long national nightmare is over, as Chick McGee would say. I'm I'm excited. It was a pleasure to just sit and watch it all. Had some red zone going. I had some fantasy implications, like seven different teams. I had some confidence pools and some suicide things happening and some uh, underdog fantasy and some draft kings. And it was awesome. I was just to watch it all and see all the fantasy implications and see some upsets and see some great teams and see some great players and see some great football. It was just, it was just a pleasure. I'm so happy it's back. So I hope you guys are too. Uh, Thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening to your ear holes. Uh, You know, normally I do some plugs here, but screw it. Let's do some jokes. Let's, let's tell some jokes. The two minute drill. Falcons won. We're going to the Super Bowl. One and zero, baby. Falcons and Eagles and Lions, Browns have the same record. <laughs> Falcons. I they beat a team. They beat a bad team uh, with a quarterback on his first day at the job. Let's you know. Let's not right. One hundred fifteen yards passing. I know this is a strong take to open, but if you have Kyle Pitts or Drake London on your fantasy team, you have to kill yourself. There is no other way out. You can't trade them. You can't drop them. You can't play them. The Falcons won, so they're not going to change what they're doing. They're going to run the ball like it's 1914 every play. They won't throw the ball. I, I would I would say they have a Pop Warner offense, the Falcons, but there's no Pop. It's just Warner. It's not Kurt Warner. It's Malcolm Jamal Warner. He's just dancing around for no reason. It's like the Warner Brothers lot, not working. Uh, Ritter is supposed to be a game manager. He looks more like a Taco Bell manager. He's kind of unsure of himself. He's just trying to keep his job. (laughs) We'd be better off with John Ritter, I think. At least when he falls down, it's funny. The Falcons are running what I would call a Tecmo Bowl offense. Drake London had zero catches. Zero. He's one of the best wide receivers in the league. Young and Strong and big and talented and open. Zero. Ritter had more catches. It's true. He caught his own deflected pass. Ritter had more catches than one of the best wide receivers in the league. I want to dress up like Doc Brown and bust into the Falcons locker room. I'm back from the future when they throw the ball. Can I make a recommendation? It's like a Greek curse or something because the Falcons blew the Super Bowl by not running the ball in the second half. Now they got to spend the rest of eternity only running the ball. Is it some kind of a, it's some kind of an old Roman punishment or something. The Falcons depth chart has Corderell Patterson. He's listed as the Joker. <laughs> no word on the smoker or the midnight Joker. The Falcons also signed free agent Popatus of love. Huh? We got jokes. Cowboys beat the Giants 40 to nothing. That's probably the big takeaway, right? Cowboys spanked those boys from New York, which sounds like something you might see at a village people after party. Worst week for Giants since the invention of magic beans. 
This game is the worst thing to happen in New York on September 10th. <laughs> Years from now, Giants fans are going to ask each other, do you remember where you were on 9-10? Such a dominating performance by the Cowboys. I'm surprised we didn't see Jack Palance doing some one-arm push-ups. Hey, New York, you can push porn and hookers out of Times Square, but you can't stop Dak Prescott. The news emerged this week. Prescott was sedated for 11 hours to get a tattoo. Giants fans might want to get sedated for this whole season because it is going to hurt your feelings. You thought you were going to get smashed by the Eagles. <laughs> wait till they wait till you play them. Holy hell. <clears throat> J.K. Dobbins tore his Achilles. Poor Achilles. You only hear his name in bad situations. He's the tendon version of Lou Gehrig. It's Tommy John. You know who really has it rough? That dude, Steve Circumcision. That's a tough, it's a tough name. I did I looked it up because I was curious because we're writing a joke. Some of these things are named after the folks who initially studied and wrote about them. Tourette's, Tourette is a guy, Crohn's, Parkinson's. There's a German psychiatrist named Aloise Alzheimer. Did a little research back in the day. I'll do some research. You don't want to get a Conomopolis. That's bad. Munchausen, curiously, was not named after the guy who studied the thing. He's named after the 18th century military man known for tall tales. How's that for edutainment? I didn't know that. Never heard of that ever. Patriots honored Tom Brady this week by showing him how much they suck without him. That's nice, right? Tom Brady's ex is thriving. I don't know about Giselle, but the Buccaneers... <laughs> Baker Mayfield, by the way, is the perfect rebound boyfriend to make the last guy jealous. He's frustratingly inferior, but he walks around like he doesn't know it. And women are drawn to his cockiness, even though it has no merit. They just smell the cockiness, which is usually accompanied by great success, and they get fooled into being drawn just to the cockiness. This is really my complaint about women in their 20s and has nothing to do with football. <laughs> San Francisco beat the steel out of Pittsburgh. What happened? Niners beat the Steelers so bad. Terry Bradshaw's shingles came back. <laughs> Lions upset the Chiefs in the season opener. The last time a scrappy underdog upset a big red powerhouse like this, it was the Ukrainian Army. Lions coach Dan Campbell's a fucking character, man. He seems like he might get excited and accidentally kill you with a hug like Lenny from Of Mice and Men. Goff, tell me again about the rabbits. Miles Garrett... <laughs> Miles Garrett got mad at Jamar Chase for calling the Browns elves. That is deeply offensive. They prefer the term Christmas worker. All right. <laughs> Let's do a few plugs. Bring in our guest. Uh, here's a request that we have of you guys. Uh, give us, go to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. That apparently helps with the algorithm and the thing and the process. And when you get a sec, do that. We appreciate you. Uh also, go to patreon.com and type in all pro lines, and it gives you a chance to vote with your dollars and support the things you like in the world, right? It's my NPR pitch for you. Uh, I got some great gigs coming up. Toledo this week, Thursday night, Hillsdale, Michigan, Friday at the brewery. No, no, I got it wrong. Youngstown Friday, Hillsdale Saturday, Dayton on Sunday. So, Ohio and Michigan, heads up, come, I'm coming your way. And then the week after, I'm doing Albuquerque. And then Provo for my dry bar taping. So I'm doing lots of homework this week, getting my head straight, getting my set cleaned up. I'm going to do 20 to 25 minutes of squeaky clean, teenage Mormon level clean. Uh, 
good comedy, original, ha 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 ha. Lots of stuff about uh, my old dog Gooch and some stories about being a stand-up comic, traveling around, and uh, I'm gonna do the big chunk about allergies. We got I got some comedy to, to sort out and get 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 ready this week. <clears throat> Excuse me. Then after that, we're doing Chico and Medford and Reading. That's gonna be awesome. So go to Kostaki.com and look up all that stuff if you're up for it. Uh, underdog fantasy is always a pleasure. If you're ready to do a little, an extra layer of fantasy nerdiness, fun, jump in there and use the promo code. All pro lines will get you an extra up to a hundred bucks to match your first deposit. All right. My next guest is, uh, a great comic, a good dude. The only, the only, the only person I've ever known who bought a comedy club and then became a good comic. It's never happened in the history of comedy. Uh, and here he is. It, it, <laughs> I'll let I'll let him tell you what's going on. With hey, him. what's up, Kostaki? I'm I, the Bengals lost pretty bad yesterday, so I've been drunk for a minute. <laughs> we had like thirty-eight yards. Wait, wait, well, walk me through because I, well, I I I got a tiny glimpse of this before we started, but I don't I don't know any of the details. Well, I don't know what happened. I'm saying we lost, so I started drinking in the fourth quarter because the. These beers were bad luck, and then I kept drinking, and then we went to a karaoke, and then I remembered I had a podcast, and so I'm like, oh, fuck, I got a podcast to do. Uh, a couple things I'm going to tell you. Uh, uh, Drake <laughs> London sucks. I don't know what you're talking about. Best receiver in the fucking league. What are you talking about? That guy's he's dope. not the best receiver in the league, but he is. He he's is. not one of any of them, no. He's he is. He is. He just doesn't Stop have it. the opportunity. Stop it. He's terrible. Uh, Next like, year is going to be a real quarterback, and you're going to you're going to have to call, come back on and apologize. I think fucking that Ritter kid's not a bad quarterback. I think he's, he, he's a Cincinnati guy. I'm a Cincinnati oh, guy, so you know you are know, drunk. I am a little drunk, <laughs> but I I did not expect to hear uh, Village People and Jack's Palace references uh, this early in the morning. Those are two fucking wayback machine references. <laughs> I got. The Magic Beans joke I thought was very funny. Uh, uh, my friend and I realized yesterday we, we it was nine ten. We forgot. <laughs> We were supposed to never forget, but we actually forgot. We were like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Oh, oh shit, I forgot. Uh, Steve Circumcision has a very funny joke. I like that one a lot. Uh, <laughs> the, only, the only guy worse than the name Steve Circumcision. There's like 19 kids right now in Cleveland that are four years old named Baker, and that makes me laugh a whole bunch. Most uh, <laughs> dummies name their kids Baker after he got drafted first. <laughs> And, and I love that uh, women love guys with big cockiness. That was good. And uh, finally, uh, the scariest words in comedy I've ever heard is teenage Mormon level clean. I don't ever want to hear those words ever again. I, uh, that's what you do hey, with dry bar. Clean? Come on, man. You got to do it. You got to do it for dry bar. <laughs> it's not just regular clean. It's, oh, no, it's extra clean. You're not even allowed to talk about it. You can't that. say Jesus. I got a, I, I have a, I have a moment and I have a little bit where I always say, gee, I got to figure out a different word to go there. I got, there's, there's you know, a lot some, to do. Someone told me this uh, and I haven't done it yet, but it makes sense is that just say the cuss words in your head. Oh, uh, somebody, uh, uh, Berbiglia told told somebody that when they were doing a dry bar special, just say them in your head. Don't say Jesus out loud. Just in your head, go it, say it in your head. And then at the time he doesn't read it on out. your face. Right. Right. Yeah, and, they, and, then, <laughs> and then you let them go. And I'm like, what the, and, the, and they just put the fuck or damn or, or shoot or shucks or whatever they're going to put in there. They put it with their own brain. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, wait a minute. You got to walk me through what's happening here. You you say it's early in the you say it's in the morning. It's 1140 Pacific time, right? Well, yeah. Walk, walk me through. How, how did we get? I understand your team 
signed the biggest contract in the history of the NFL. Well, uh, paid the, paid the quarterback, the, and then everything went to hell. So I understand well, well, having well, a few well. extra drinks, but it's I the think, next day, Chris Bowers. What's happening? Well, you know, look, okay, what happened was, uh, here's what happened. So, no, we started drinking, then we watched, we watched the second game and drank there, and then we uh, went to karaoke, and then at some point, uh, I would, people took an Uber, I didn't get in it, and then I was wandering around at some point, like 8 in the morning, and I was just walking to my house, and then I... Got your email. I was like, oh, fuck, I have a podcast. Uh, I'm pretty drunk. I'm going to sleep most of the day once this is over because I haven't been to bed yet. I don't think is the point. That is fucking crazy. I've been asleep, but I don't Now, wait a minute. I Again, I get the morning. I get the evening. But how did you get from the end of the games in California, which is somewhat early, to 8 in the morning? What happened in between there? That's what I'm – Dude, if I knew that, I would fucking (laughs) – book. I don't know what happened, man. I fucking – <laughs> came to with an email on my phone that's on a podcast about football. Like, here's what I'm gonna tell you about the Bengals. The Bengals are gonna win the Super Bowl, but we're gonna go 0 and 2. We're gonna start 0 and 2. We're gonna lose next week to the Ravens too. The sky's gonna be falling. No one's gonna know what the fuck's going on. But actually, we're fine. We're gonna be good because the difference between the Marvin Lewis Bengals and the uh, the uh, Zach, uh, what's his name? God damn it, uh, Zach. Uh, hey, what's his name? I don't know. <laughs> Our coach, come on. Oh, up. fuck. I don't know. I don't know the answer. To oh, that. well, there you go. But the difference is that Marvin Lewis's teams were always good the first eight games because we were the same amount of good as we were at the end of last year. We never made any improvements or did anything different. So we all knew the system. So the first eight games, they'd go six and two, and then they go two and six. The last eight games where Zach Taylor, that's his name. Thank you very much. Zach Taylor's regime, we start slow because, again, this offensive line has not played at all together yet. Joe Burrow didn't play the whole preseason, plus he got paid. So, yeah. And the Browns are – it was raining and the Browns suck. And I hate the Browns. God, I hate the Browns. <laughs> They'll suck as much as your team today. <laughs> yeah, look, still are going to win eight games. Fuck the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the team I'm worried about. I think the Steelers are going to be sneaky good, if I'm being honest. I think they got killed by the 49ers, but I think Pickett's not too bad. I think he's going to – and that Pickens guy is awesome. So the rest of the world is overreacting and saying everything that they just saw is going to be the future. And you are playing the opposite card. You're like, no, no, the Steelers are good. The Bengals are good. <laughs> the Chiefs yeah. are good, right? Well, no, I think the Chiefs are bad. The Chiefs are in bad shape. I think the Chiefs are in trouble. They got that Super Bowl hangover. They, they lost all their receivers. All their guys are young. They dropped a bunch of passes. I mean, they're they're they're. Like Burrow couldn't even hold onto the ball. It was just wet and whatever. Like <laughs> <laughs> maybe they do a practice with a wet ball once in a while. Maybe they does it not rain in Cincinnati? Where did it... I think that it's the first time it's ever it was it was in Cleveland. I mean, of course. Here, here's a <laughs> the rest of the day, Kasagi. Anytime somebody had a game where it was sunny, I was mad. <laughs> <laughs> That early window, all the games are like raining and shit. Though they, when they played, it was sunny in, in Chicago. I'm like, oh, I was so mad that Chicago had sunny weather. <laughs> I gotta go drinking with you, Bowers. Well, yeah, I keep telling you that, man. Now that we- I, you have, you have been telling me that. To be fair, we need to go. It's, you it's know. been on me. All these family obligations and getting ready for th- stop it already. At some point soon, you know what? Halloween weekend and Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, I, 
I am available and free, but I can't do gigs because you can't sell tickets on those weekends. So pencil me in. One of those weekends I could stumble home at 8 a.m. and not know what happened. I had a buddy who quit drinking a few years ago because we got home to his house at 9 a.m. His his <laughs> kids were already awake and dressed and fed. His wife was so mad at him. <laughs> 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 that was the day he stopped drinking. Because <laughs> we got home, it was like it was hot out. <laughs> you know, you partied when you wake when it's not that the sun's up. The sun's hot. <laughs> <laughs> There's an old Larry Miller bit that talks about coming home when the sun's out. It's like it's like God's flashlight. Like... <laughs> Me, there's nothing better than you getting a good solid solid buzz and walking outside and it's sunny out. You're like, oh, I did it. I'm, it's still daytime. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. You know, it happens so rarely for me now, but when I am drunk during the day, it's wow. like a time machine back to spring break when I was like, you know, peak drinking Kostaki. It's like it's such a pleasure. It's so fun. J.F. Harris has a great joke where he says, yeah, I almost got a, when my 20s, I almost got a tattoo of the Dave Matthews Band, and now in my 50s or 40s, I realize that I don't like the Dave Matthews Band. I just like being drunk outside. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about college football, right? I don't really like college football. I just like being drunk outside. <laughs> I, I, that's how I feel about golf. I don't like golf, but I like driving around in a cart and busting balls with your buddies and having some communal well, I activity. A, that you... I used to have a golf tournament for my birthday every year, and I would drive the beer cart because I didn't want to like, you know, if you if you in a foursome, you only hang up those three people. So I would just drive the beer cart around to everybody and say hi to everybody. <laughs> that's Over great. That's I did I did eighteen holes once with my brother. And the first nine I played, and the second nine I just drove the cart around and drank. And the second nine was so much more fun. Which can is what I've been say, saying about golf always. I like the trappings of golf, but not the golf. Can can we make golf 12 holes? That would be better for me. Those last six are just a fucking bear. You know what I mean? <laughs> nine's not enough, right? Like, nine's not quite enough golfing. Like, I'm like, ah, I need more of this. But, like, 18's way too much. If we can just do 12 holes of golf. <laughs> And then I could probably break a hundred without excited. I'd be. I think if I can only drive, if we only golf twelve holes, I can get under a hundred. <laughs> All right, we got some people coming in here and saying hi in the chat. Ron Milford, what's up, man? Bill Horner, good to see you guys. Jerry Oliver, Vincent Bubba Alvarez. There's a name. I love there that. Ryan Chambers, what's up, buddy? He's a uh, one of our boys from the West Coast. Jerry Oliver says, "Is that a Toledo Mud Hens hat?" Yes, it is, Jerry. Thank you for noticing. I'm going to Toledo on Thursday. Look at me doing a little quiet promo. Probably wear this on Bob and Tom in the morning. Do a little extra plug-in yeah, as well. Yeah. Uh, so, you think Vincent Bubba was Bubba like as a young kid, or he he looked like a Bubba? So they called him Bubba. What do you think? Let's have him chime in here, Vincent. What's up? What's up? Tell us the story about Bubba. Where are you from? What age did you get the Bubba nickname there, Vincent? Is that's there a Bubba that's north of the Mason-Dixon line ever? Does that ever happen? Is that a solely Southern name? Or is he just every roommate of guy that went to prison? Is that his thing? Like, that's his whole deal? He was like a prison roommate? <laughs> like, I'm Bubba? It's a prison roommate. You know, that's every Bob and Tom song is about Bubba getting you in the prison. Isn't it? About the prison. <laughs> All right, let's do some. Uh, wait, where's my age? Mormon clean is the saddest. Uh, oh, you can't do religion. You can't do politics. You can't do can't do sex. Can't can't do any window. I actually pitched them to do an all football special. Yeah, and they said no. 
I said I could do all divorce, all football, or hits. Divorce, I didn't, I'm not surprised they said no to. I'm actually not going to mention divorce. I think I think if you do 30 minutes of football first, all the divorce material makes sense afterwards, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of a person coming home drunk with you all night and his kids are ready to go to school and the wife's mad. <laughs> oh, I don't have a wife. I, I, I can do whatever I want. What's that? What time? My, so my second wife, uh, we were, we, she liked football too. We're huge Bengals fans. And, and uh, it was the opening weekend. This is like 10 years ago, 12, 15 years ago, maybe well, more than that. Anyway, it was the opening weekend. And so we watched football, you know, all Saturday, all Sunday, right? Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, we're on our way to Monday night to watch Monday night football at a bar. As we're driving, I turned the radio to sports talk to listen to them talk about football. And she goes, okay, look, man, I love football, but like <laughs> we watched it Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. We're on our way to watch more football. Why do you have to listen to sports talk, talk about football on the way to watch more football? And I said, all right, honey, you know how much you love me? She said, yeah. I said, that's how much I love football. <laughs> <laughs> the woman's got a point, though. I'm sort of, I've sort of given up college football just because I'm so committed to pro football that I don't want to overdo it. You know what I mean? Like Saturday, I'm running around with the kids. Sunday, the kid's like, Daddy, why won't you play with me? I have to watch football. Yeah, that's why I, I, didn't took, I took little breaks to, to pl- do puzzles and play games. We actually did a little hide and seek, and I've got uh, Red Zone on <laughs> background. You're like counting to a thousand while you watch the whole fucking. Yeah. And then Saturday is the opposite. Saturday is it's full on kid fest. I literally go to a school picnic and uh, and then at night there was this whole other thing that it just it was kid wall to wall to wall to wall kid stuff. And then I just barely peek in and go, oh, Georgia's up 35 to nothing. OK, we're good. So it's just a little hint of. Hey, 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 if George is so good at football, how Ball State get three points, huh? Tell me that. Yeah, that's right. That's what everyone is saying. <laughs> but George was good. We got three, bitches. <laughs> Kirby, Kirby probably did yell at them about that. He probably made them watch that drive over and over and over again. Is <laughs> that eighth string defensive guys are in and still, you know, holding us to three points? I, what's, that, what's happening with your hair? What's going on under that oh, hat? I'm growing it long, and for a while, you got to look Canadian. That's the problem. The, that the is problem. the problem. That oh, is yeah. crazy. Yes, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's getting long. But yeah, it's going to be, I'm going, I'm, I'm going to be John Wick for Halloween. So I've been growing it for two years. Okay. For two years for Halloween? That's commitment. Yeah. Once I gain 70 pounds, I'll give you the Pillsbury Doughboy on Halloween. I, I commit to Halloween costumes. You're me. a method actor. <laughs> kind of. I mean, I'm not good at acting. <laughs> I'm a method drunk. Is that a thing? <laughs> I, I thought I was going to have you on because the, you know, like the, your team is so good. It's so interesting to have a good team finally after having a shitty oh, team for most sure. of your life. Oh yeah. But, and, and like I said, I, I really think we're going to be fine. I think that we didn't play a single guy in the preseason. We, here's my thing. It, it, 
there's 17 weeks at this point, right? Whether you go 12 and five or 16 and one, who really cares, right? I mean, like you're gonna make the playoffs regardless, and then you got to put it together then. So it doesn't matter. I mean, the buy, I guess, but how many times does the team come to the buy and lose? I mean, lots, right? So I'd rather them start 0 and 2 and go through adversity and whatever than like just be world beaters like the Bills have been a couple of times where they were like 9 and 0 and think they're the kings of the world and then they fall down the stretch, you know. I like so. this. Okay. I'm good with this. I like that you're not, you know, the sky's falling. All right. It's no, good. No. I mean, it's it, I mean again, it's a vision games. The Browns always have our number. The Browns only care about beating the Bengals. It's like the Michigan State only gives a shit about Michigan. You know what I mean? Like Michigan doesn't right. care about Michigan State. That's like the uh, somebody said, does does the hammer and the nail have a rivalry? I, you know, uh, ah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's how the Browns keep beating us. But you know, whatever. I, I, they they don't ever make the playoffs. There's there's kids in Cleveland right now named Baker. How funny is that? These dummies. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even played a game yet. They're named their kid Baker. Like, he's had 37 <laughs> quarterbacks the last three years. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know a kid named Quincy for Quincy Carter. How about that? That's been a minute. Who's Quincy? I don't know who that is. Quincy Carter was the uh yeah, he was a successful University of Georgia quarterback who went on to play for the Cowboys for a cup of coffee. He was he was the starter for the Cowboys for a little while. In what year? How old is this Quincy, you know, 37? Yeah, out of college. It's been, it's been a while. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, college age. College? Co- out of college, yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in there. Now, do they name him Quincy because they love the quarterback, or did they? In this case, they love the name Quincy, name. but they became aware of it because of the quarterback. It wasn't, hey, this is this kid's going to be a star forever. That's it what wasn't. I'm saying. So the, it you, wasn't. Didn't, you didn't name him Baker Mayfield fucking Johnson. like these other <laughs> There's kids <laughs> Uh, I hope he saved all that insurance money. Baker Mayfield is, give me the ranking. Where is is he ranking current NFL quarterbacks? He won. Who'd they beat? Carolina? Vikings? Oh, Vikings also, yeah. I mean, I think Baker Mayfield, okay. I'm not, Colin Coward says this. I'm not, this is not my thought. But (laughs) Baker Mayfield's problem is he's not as athletic as he thinks he is. <laughs> That's true. He can't uh, make the throws he thinks he can make. He can't run around the people he thinks he can run around. This is an Oklahoma dickhead. You can't do that anymore. You got to fucking figure it out. And they he doesn't. That's his problem. You know, it's like comedy. Comedy's loving yourself enough to people think people are gonna to think people are gonna pay to listen to you talk and hating yourself enough to get better at it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's that balance. <laughs> I like that too. And Baker likes himself too much. I don't get don't get away from this point. Give me a number. What where is he ranked in current NFL quarterbacks? Starts with a two, right? Are you saying th- three or four? I'm saying whoever you think Joe Kobe Brissett is, and then put Baker five spots past that. <laughs> Kobe Brissett. So he's in he's thirty something. He's not top twenty. He's not top thirty two. Baker Mayfield's terrible. I think he's I think he's upper twenties. I think he's twenty seventh best. I think he's better than you think. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. We'll agree. Disagree. I mean twenty seven and thirty four is not I mean again, he's <laughs> he's starting in the in the league, so he's better than Josh. Well, Jacoby Prezet's not top thirty two, right? I just don't think he's gotten his opportunities, if being honest. He's Boy. had a lot of opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> he's started for seventy different teams. I understand I'm joking. 
Totally fish me. He's the most optimistic of any quarterback. I know that's a joke. I'm making. <laughs> All right, let's do, let's do coup. Taps on the Mine's easy. I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna do the easy one. I'll leave you with whatever you want to pick after this. It's the Lions. The Lions, and we we waited all year to watch. We I watched the. I watched Patrick Mahomes and that quarterback thing on Netflix, and I was like, they are gonna fucking smash this team. It's gonna be embarrassing. And I wrote all these jokes about how it's not even a fair matchup to have on national television, and then they fucking won. I don't know if it's gonna be. A forebear of what's to come. They're going to win the div- – I don't know any of that. But right now, that was an amazing win. For them to be able to pull that off, even even with Travis Kelsey and tied behind their backs, it's, a, it's an impressive win to go into fucking Kansas City and win that game with all the brightest lights on them. Good for them. Yeah, and also they didn't, like, you know, get up 21 nothing in the first quarter and then hold on. Like, they put together a drive at the end and, you know, went down the field and – scored i mean that was that was impressive so yeah I, i'll give you that yeah 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 so i'm i'm happy for him i've been wanting to have a good lions team and a good jaguars team for years and years and years and we might actually have it it's possible that this is the year we've got lions and jags are good at football we'll see it's early yet yeah <laughs> i think i think the lines will be all right Here's my hot take. My hot take is that Jordan Love's going to make the playoffs, and Aaron Rodgers is not going to make the playoffs. That's my hot take for the season. Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty takey. That's okay. I like that. Oh, I like that a lot. I, uh, Jordan looked great. This fucking this. If Jordan is great, I'll be mad because the Packers fan base will have three fucking quarterbacks in a row that are just good. Good. That's not how life is. That's not fair. This is how the Colts fans are. They couldn't be more angry about it. They. Fucking hated both of them. They had fucking Peyton Manning, right, and Andrew Luck, and booed Andrew Luck. God, yeah, suck. And, and then immediately, <laughs> they get the ghost of Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz and fucking well, Rivers. My good buddy Mike Ryan's a big Colts fan, and what I realize the difference in Colts fans and Bengals fans is Bengals fans think Mike Brown's a fucking idiot, and Colts fans like Jim Irsay. So they like always choose management over the players. So they think the players are stupid, or they're you know they should you know, be uh, happy they're in the league and blah, 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 blah. And like Bengals fans are like, oh God, our ownership's awful. Mike Brown's an idiot. I hope we don't, we don't screw this up. So we're so totally prayer, player driven where Colts fans are totally management driven. So they like, like they would yell at Peyton Manning for sucking. Like, like they were just the most uh, pri- privileged, like, cause no one became a Colts fan until Peyton showed up. And then they won 11 games a year for 15 years in a row and couldn't have been more angry about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, they kept not winning the Super Bowl. That's frustrating. Yeah, well, I guess I'd rather win 11. I mean, again, if the mm-hmm. Bengals win 11 games a year and, 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 and Joe Burrow never won the Super Bowl, but for 15 years, I get to watch fucking good football and it just in December it matters. It's like the, I only care about the, I only want the Reds to be relevant until football season starts. I don't need right. you to win the playoffs, just eh, games in August I care about. That no, game. I agree with you. I would happily trade my team's story for a, you know, an 11 win team year after year after year that doesn't quite win. That'd be fine. I'd happily. I think you're right. I think when you, it's almost like when a poor kid gets money, like he appreciates it. 
when a rich kid like goes broke, then you got to kill yourself because you, you just, you just expect the world to be so easy and then nothing. Oh, that's gotta be tough. I, I used to have a joke where people say being broke sucks. Yeah. Being broke sucks. But what's worse is being rich, then being broke. Right. You remember oh. shopping at Target. Now you're in a Walmart. What the fuck happened to your life? <laughs> <laughs> That speaks to your audience that you're talking to. <laughs> the thing I like about Walmart, man, it, it makes me feel better about myself. Because at Abercrombie & Fitch, I'm 5X, and that's bullshit. But at Walmart, I'm a medium, and that feels pretty good. <laughs> Give me a taps. Who, who did you like this weekend? You, you, do you remember anything from watching football? Uh, you know what? I, so I, have to, I get a, a, a one tap and one – what's the bad one? No, they're both they're both good. You just pick somebody oh, to tap them on the back. Oh. You can you can give a bad one if you like. Because <laughs> I want to boo rain. I think rain should be a rain's rain's to well, you can put you can put a roof on that thing. Hey, let's put on roofs on all of them, man. Football's too much money now. It's too good to to have weather be a thing. Like, I, I if 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 New England had a dome they had gone to two super bowls it was just because it was cold up there and they had nine <laughs> seven buys a year with the jets and the fucking dolphins and the goddamn bills that were terrible the whole time i mean i'm not saying that tom brady wasn't good i'm just saying that like they get home field advantage and then they you have to go through if if, if it was all play, and then and then you play the super bowl in a sunny nicest place ever yeah, like, wait a minute. You're, it's you're, like, it's you're, like you play baseball all summer and then you play the fucking World Series in the goddamn winter. Where but you're you're, you're a blue collar regular fan, fan from the middle of America. How are you against weather? Weather in football is awesome. Those no. occasionally get the snow game. It's so fun to watch. I hate defense, man. I hate get some I, mud. No. Ugh. Just, I like this for, for a half a second. There was like, we were going to have a cold weather Super Bowl every few years. And they did one and they're like, that's it. We're done. Yeah. I like that idea. Well, play where we can run fast. I don't need people. I don't, I don't need weather, man. <laughs> I don't like defense. I like, you know, four. I mean, they, 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 we scored three points. That's why I was mad. It wasn't, we, if we'd lost, fine. If it was 48, 45, it was back and forth, back and forth. You know, it was just, it was terrible. It was raining and it was, it was gross. I don't yeah. like it. All right. That's fine. Uh, so, uh, taps. Um, um, who am I gonna? I, uh, <laughs> I don't, I mean, I look, man, I started drinking right at halftime because I was like, oh, <laughs> terrible. So, you waited till halftime? What a pussy. Well, you know, <laughs> last season I got too drunk at the end of the season. I didn't remember the games. So I was like, well, I want to enjoy the games. And then once it sucked, I was like, all right. I'll <laughs> but I was going to be sober the whole game and then just watch the game and enjoy it. But you know, that's why I don't go to games. When I go to games, I get drunk at the tailgate. And then I don't remember any of the game or I don't watch it. I forget to watch it. Plus, they, they always trick me. I can't find follow the ball. Like, <laughs> the camera guy on the TV knows what he's doing. I don't. I'm always like, oh, it's a handoff. And they're like, oh, Jamar Chase for 35 yards. I'm like, oh, shit, I missed the catch. Oh, Jamar Chase is going to be so fun to watch this year. All right, let's do this. But now it's time for which comes first. Oh, yes, it's time for which comes first. Now tell me, will this happen before that happens? It's time for which comes first. Hey, who did that pick up for you? Who, who's that? 
That's Glenn. That's my boy Glenn Grizzard, my, my life, lifelong buddy. Ah, good. Well, he d- he does all the voiceovers. That's his best one. Oh, Matt. I thought you had some too. I thought I thought the couple at the beginning sounded like your voice. Oh well, the the oh. the kudos one is um, Akib Talib answering a question that I asked him at uh, Super Bowl Media. Okay. I said I said who's the I said who are the toughest you know receivers to cover, and he said I had the list that you would have in your head. You know Megatron and Julio Jones or whatever. And, and I said wasn't isn't your job the toughest? on the field you gotta follow you these are the biggest strongest fastest guy they know the play you don't know the play and you gotta stop them you know don't you have the toughest job you, don't you think you guys are underrated he goes i don't know we get some kudos taps on the back <laughs> <laughs> we get some kudos from time to time you know we do all right he's great he's such a character it's hard to believe he's real <laughs> <laughs> i asked him about partying at one point i go can you part do you, do you just like party in the off season and then during the season Cause ah, you know, Saturday night have a shot of Tito's. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, you know, Stanley Wilson uh, uh, did a bunch of coke before the Super Bowl and woke up in a bathtub and missed the game. Oh, in 1989. That's uh, that's a he was our starting fullback and he didn't come. He missed the Super Bowl. Oh, Falcons had a player that got a prostitute and got arrested the night before just wait one fucking day you idiots you animals it's the right. biggest day of your life get a good right. night's sleep yeah yeah party the next 300 nights in a row after that yeah one time i saw the english soccer team like uh the whole time during the world cup they abstained from sex to, like help their sports prowess in the field or whatever but oh i didn't see I- that I'm not sure that's real because I abstained for sex in four, for four years in high school and I sucked at sports. That helps you. Are you, are you shoehorning in? I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Jim. All right. Which comes you know, first? You know, wait, you know, I always tell the story about you. <laughs> uh, my favorite Kasagi story. I just love how comics are comics, right? And so there was a night in Dayton when we were at Wiley's and uh, I was featured for you. And like, it was like 11 people on a Thursday. And you're like, God damn it. I thought I was getting more ticket sales. I have 11 people, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, look, man, it's going to be great, right? Last two weeks ago, I was here with Richie Reagans. Richie Reagans had 13 people. It was the best 13 person crowd I've ever seen. Let's just have a great show. And you go, are you saying Richie Reagans a bigger draw than me? Well, no, that's not my point. Because I forgot that. That was the weekend. That, that was one. There was a short window where you were booking Wiley's, and yeah, you yeah. came to the, you came to the show, and you we went out to eat, and you picked up the tab, and you go, "Let me buy you pizza," because uh, the check's going to hurt your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing I used to do when I went to the club was I would, I, would, I would make the feature sit in the back seat because the front seat was for headliners. And even where I'd take the feature to lunch and the headliner didn't go with us, I'd make him sit in the back seat. He'd <laughs> <laughs> get the front seat go down. Front seat's for headliners, man. He's like, he's not even going to lunch. I'm like, <laughs> Sorry, oh, yeah. He's the rules. I mean, it's nothing I can, my hands are tied here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, which comes first, a uh, win by your uh, $275 million quarterback or your next uh, completely getting hammered night? 
Well, I'll get drunk way before Joe Burrow wins. He's going to win. Well, I think he's going to own it too. But but even if he wins next week, I'll be hammered three or four times before that. <laughs> so, yeah. Thanks, nice. Barry. <laughs> it's very revealing oh, in about six hours probably <laughs> you just need a nap that's all yeah, you, just, you know that's why i mean i kind of took a nap yesterday but anyway go ahead all right what's next what's what's this? next all right let's do this <laughs> all right all right kids put your thinking caps on it's quiz time <laughs> all right i was rushing yeah, that, around, whole, but... that whole drop just to have one question about what came first all right all right yeah, but it's fun to listen to. You can't you can't like stop. That's it. I like the drops, man. All right. Bengals trivia. You ready? Oh shit. All right, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't expect you to know any of this shit. I've just find some of these interesting. What was the first season of the Bengals as a professional football team? Oh, 1967. That is, I'm gonna give it to you because it's 68. This says the Bengals joined the American Football League in 1968. Then when the AFL-NFL merger happened in 70, they joined the NFL. How about that? What lanky wide receiver did the Bengals – wait, go ahead. I was saying the AFC North is three Browns teams and the Steelers. It's the Browns. The Ravens used to be the Browns. And the Bengals, who Paul Brown started (laughs) after he left the Browns. Right. And they're all the same color scheme pretty much, but they were. Uh, what lanky wide receiver did the Bengals draft with their second round pick in 1980? Chris Collinsworth. That's correct. My favorite player of all time. Really? I love Chris Collinsworth. Yeah. When I was a kid, <laughs> they went to the Super Bowl when I was like eight, so he became my guy. And I love, you know, people give him shit for announcing. I like Chris Collinsworth. I, my buddy Logan, he hates Chris Collinsworth. So I always say, if I ever make it, make it, like, have. Yeah, hundreds of millions of dollars of that kind of money. I'm going to hire Chris Collinsworth to follow Logan around and just commentate his whole life. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> There's a guy that's that buys <laughs> That is a fun daydream. Have you seen the clip of Collinsworth talking about women when he was like 22? It is oh. cringeworthy. Look it up. When you, when, you, when you're trying to take a when you're trying to take a nap here in, in about ten minutes, you can just like flip okay. through and just. I, I just, Google. You can even type "cringe Chris Collinsworth cringeworthy clip." I'm sure it'll come right up. <laughs> uh, longtime Bengals guard and color commentator on Bengals radio, Dave Lapham, once blocked for what famous running back when they were teammates for the USFL's New Jersey Generals? Oh. <laughs> First of all, Dave Lapham is the worst color guy in the history of radio. <laughs> he doesn't ever tell you anything. He just roots. So, like, he'll be like, oh, 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 ah! <laughs> That's him calling a game. <laughs> and then Dan Hort is part of it. Like, ah, it's an incomplete pass. I'm like, go, 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 ah! <laughs> like, what happened, Dave? What happened? Tell us the thing. Uh, let's see. What do you want to do? I'm going to say um, Thurman Thomas. Herschel Walker, New Jersey Generals. Oh, yeah. I should Trump's that. team. That's going way back. Uh, did Trump own a team? Uh, all right. Last one here. This is interesting. Yeah, Trump owned the New Jersey Generals. And he's actually part of the reason that the that the league folded. Because they that first year they, they started, they were doing really well. And Trump's big thing was, we, we can't – football's not supposed to be on the spring. We got to go head-to-head against the monsters in the fall. And they changed it. They went to the fall schedule, and they were murdered immediately by the NFL. 
I thought it's because Trump would go uh, backstage and watch all the players change clothes. Oh wait, that was the Miss Teen pageant. I'm sorry. All right, what Bengal is responsible? I didn't know this. Did you know this? What Bengal is responsible for the tackle that basically ended Bo Jackson's career? Oh fuck! Oh my god, I remember this tackle for sure. Pulled his hip out of the socket. Because we've yep. been in several, Bengals have been in several careers. We had Trent Green's career. We fucking put him in his last concussion. Yeah. Um, you gave Kurt Warner an opportunity. That was nice of you. Yeah, you know, we're good people. Uh, David Fulcher, so I'm going to say, but I don't think that's it. This says Kevin Walker. Oh, uh, yeah. Kevin Walker. Bo was striding that. forward when Walker grabbed his back leg. Bo attempted to pull his trail leg forward. The weight of Walker pulled the hip from its socket by breaking the ball off of the end of the femur bone. Bo had a stainless steel artificial ball insert in the hip, but he never ran quite the same ever again. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no, that'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> that'll do it. Speaking of doing getting, it. My mom's getting both her knees replaced, and she told me, she goes, yeah, the doctor told me that uh, women have knee replacements 80% more than men. That's what you know why that is. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't really have this exchange with your mother. I said, I she goes, don't say that out loud. I go, no, you know, goes, don't, don't say it out loud. I'm like, all the blowjobs. Like, I told you not to tell me that. Yeah. You know, I'm a professional comedian. Saying it out loud is ultimately what I do for a living. It's part of it. I got to do that, you know. Um, yeah. Fuck, man. That, yeah, I feel bad. That I wish that wouldn't happen. With I think, I think that was kind of the curse of the Bengals, honestly. Like, you know what I mean? We were real bad for a long time after we hurt Bo Jackson. Yeah. I mean, I, I have like the, the icky shuffle and all that, you know? Right, right. There's a couple of years where they're like, they showed up and lost to the Niners in the Super Bowl where they just seemed to come out of nowhere and, and they were good. But I didn't, you know, I wasn't following very closely in those years. But well, in the 80s, it was the Bengals and the Browns would go back and forth. They were both pretty, I mean, like, you know, doing the AFC North or whatever. Because the Steelers had kind of a rough, uh, couple of years there but but so it wasn't out of nowhere i mean we were a good team then we we went to the super bowl twice but yeah you're we we totally falconed it where you went and then just didn't go back <laughs> why you gotta oh tell, sorry my bad <laughs> <laughs> tell uh tell my team's want to know i don't know what your team's doing uh my team's completely undefeated your team is completely defeated that's the oh, we're terrible. I get that. it's the current status um yeah. tell people where they can find you bowers uh, at Bowers Comedy on uh, most of the socials, uh, Instagram, uh, you know, I have a Patreon too. It's eight bucks a month. I have like 12 followers. It's like a Honda Civic payment. But, uh, you know, if you want to do that, uh, at Bowers Comedy on Patreon, uh, sdscshow.com is, we do that once a month, being Ben Glebe and Jody Sweeten uh, and Rachel, Queen Rachel. Uh, yeah, that's how you find me, I guess. I'm... Uh, I don't think I have anything coming up to plug. Bowers is funny. He really is. Go go find him. He's, when he's doing some live stand-up, you want to check him out. Oh, I'm sure. in Dallas, actually. I'm in Dallas uh, next weekend with Jeff Dye, the 14th, 15th, 16th. How about that? At TK, oh, that's cool. TK's Comedy Club. Jeff uh, Dye is one of my favorite Instagram followers. He's, uh, he is so funny, man. I don't agree with some of the things he said. It reminds me a little bit of Tim Wilson or uh, Drew Hastings. There's a couple comics where I disagree with them, sort of politically or philosophically, but... I, it doesn't matter. I love watching them talk about what they talk about. Yeah, I mean, my thing with with uh, well, Jeff's just a middle guy. 
because I'm a middle guy. Like, like he's not like you know, if you live here long enough in LA, you think, oh, he's all he's a right way. It's now he, no, no, right? No, I know what you mean. He isn't afraid of the crazy left. He says what he wants to say, and you know, whatever. Uh, which I respect. I like that about him. You know, because the, yeah. the rest of us are. But he's a it's not just politics. It's like um, it's like on some social fronts, like he's he's brazenly sort of uh, anti-PC and anti sort of cancel culture. And he's right. he says some things that are a little like, oh, shit, you know, like I find that I, I like that kind of comedy, That's even if saying. I, even if I disagree with him. Yeah. yeah. The fact that he doesn't back down. And it's, it's well-written jokes. I always tell people right. nobody, nobody gets in trouble for a good joke. People get in trouble for lazy, bad jokes. <laughs> like if you do an Asians or bad drivers joke, we don't. We're not mad at you because it's politically incorrect. We're mad at you because it's a fucking twenty-year-old dumb joke that we've all heard a billion times. And get a new take, man. You know what I mean? Like, I had this yoga instructor guy was like, "I used to do funny yoga, but like, you know, I can't tell the jokes I used to tell twenty years ago." I'm like, "Yeah, I can't tell any of the jokes I used to tell five years ago." That's how jokes work, man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you got to make them different all the time. That's how. Yeah. You can't, you know, nobody's jokes work. I mean, yeah, there's some ever, evergreen jokes, but I mean, for the most part, you're always writing new shit because the perspective <laughs> changes. I mean, that's the whole point of comedy. You know what I mean? I'm with you. I'm with you. Go find Bowers. Come find me if you're in Ohio and Michigan this week. Thursday, I'm in Toledo. Friday, Youngstown. Saturday, Hillsdale, Michigan at a brewery. I'm going to try not to drink if I can. And then uh, Saturday, I'm, I'm not drinking Bowers for seven weeks. I've never done this before. Oh, okay. And then, and then, and then, dry bar special night. I'm going to get hammered in in Utah. <laughs> On caffeine? Yeah, no, I'm going to have some, I'm going to have some uh, microbrews in the hotel. I got I have a walkable uh, hotel from the right. taping, so I got it all planned in my head. Every four or five years, I take three months off drinking. I, I, I uh, and honestly, L.A. man, I I can cobble my rent and everything together with comedy and motivational speaking or whatever, but. I can't afford a drink in this town. So last October I decided, okay, I need to stop drinking or get a job. And I quit drinking for eight weeks. And now I'm a server at the California pizza kitchen. Cause I'd rather be a server than sober. That shit sucks. <laughs> There's a slogan for you. <laughs> Chris Powers, everybody week one in the books. I hope you got everything you want in uh, football and I hope you keep getting it. Uh, day, baby. We're going to go to the Super Bowl. When we go to the Super Bowl, have me on. That's again. Because the Bengals are going to the Super Bowl, I promise you. Can we freeze? Let's see. What's this? Everybody. Good luck.